Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Ariel, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. So excited to talk to you about Phoenix Style. But before we talk about the book, we'd love to know a little bit about you and what you do. I am the owner of Tranquility Rising here in Blue Ash, Ohio, just a little suburb above Cincinnati. I have been doing Tioga therapy for the last four years, and I have a pretty unique background. I used to be a corrections officer for eight years or just under eight years, which led to a lot of like emotional stress, physical stress, which led me into this more holistic route, which is where I am today, which Tioga therapy is a form of massage, if you want to call it that. It's like a combination of if a chiropractor, yoga class, and a massage kind of had a baby. You kind of have this full body system where you're fully clothed, receiving an amazing acupressure massage. So when you said the yoga part, are they also kind of going into different poses? Tell me a little bit more. I'm very yeah. interested. So that's kind of the best part about a Thai yoga session. I always say that you're going to get your yoga session without the work because I'm doing the yoga for you. So when you come in for a session, you lay on this giant floor mat. It's like a size queen floor mat and it's super cushy. And then you do absolutely nothing else, which is the best part of the whole thing. You get the benefits of the acupressure. So we're really finding those trigger points that, you know, are causing pain or discomfort. You get the stretching that you would from a traditional yoga class, but in a very yin style. So relaxing way. And then the reason that people usually book with me specifically is because I take it one step further and we incorporate the mind body connection. And everybody kind of says that like, Ooh, mind body connection, but it's truly a tangible thing. So like, depending on where you're tight in the body, it relates to different questions. So if your low back hurts, it relates to stuck potential. Are you feeling stuck in your life? Are you feeling stuck in your job? Do you feel like you are moving through some regret or guilt and so on and so forth? And it's always amazing to me that people will book a monthly massage and then they just are okay with working the same thing every time. Like my shoulders are tight. Well, yeah, everybody's shoulders are tight because that's the large intestine meridian, which is stuck between decisions or not knowing what to keep or let go of. So it really adds that level of awareness that most sessions don't do so that hopefully you don't have to keep coming back every month because of the pain. You just really enjoy the process. So it almost sounds like you kind of add some therapy in there too. Definitely. I never advertise as massage. That's like one of the biggest things about my company, Tranquility Rising, is that I don't want to be seen as a massage therapist. We want to really dig deeper into why you've arrived on my doorstep and not just another massage therapist, because obviously it's not working. So we want to change that trajectory and make sure that you're given the tools to actually get yourself out of that emotional discomfort or physical discomfort or whatever might be going on with your life. And my whole goal, which is probably like the worst business goal ever, but I really hope that I get you to the point where you no longer need to see me. Like that is my biggest accomplishment. And then you can just scream my name from the rooftops and say, go see her because I love it. And I was blown away or whatever you want to say. That's amazing. So how did you find this and how did you transition from a correction officer into this path? 
So it's kind of a crazy story. And when you read my chapter in the book that we'll discuss later, kind of blocks you through that. But in college, I actually was a corrections officer part-time working like the weekend hours. So, you know, the drunk tank or whatever you want to call it. And I took a yoga class for a GPA booster because why not, you know, free credits. And I fell in love with it knowing like how much it reduced my stress. And then that class, I said, I'm going to go to India and train for yoga. But that's a 22-year-old college student that doesn't have any money. So it kind of just forgotten, forgotten about. And then fast forward five or six years, I landed in Cincinnati. I did full-time corrections here and walk into a random yoga studio. And they're like, hey, by the way, we're going to India for a month and let's go. And I was like, wait, did I just hear that? So I just emptied out my savings account and was like, I don't even know if I can get off, but here's $3,000 and sure. (laughs) That's awesome. Isn't it funny that you have like a dream when you're younger, you say it out loud, but then life happens. And then all of a sudden it comes at the right time for you to then be like, Oh, wait, I did say I wanted to go to India and here they're literally handing it over to me to go to India. Yeah, I was honestly blown away and it kind of gives me chills to think about it because if I wouldn't have jumped on that or just taken the risk because that was a non-refundable deposit, I could have just lost the money if I couldn't get off. But every time I said yes, the doors just kept opening and opening and opening. And I was like, well, here I go. I don't know what this is going to take. And I honestly didn't think I was going to quit as a corrections officer. I thought it was just like, oh, this will be fun and useful. But then I had all these big aha moments in India of how life was so toxic and how I was pretty much just a zombie working 80 hours a week, no social life. And my body was falling apart and I was emotionally falling apart and numb. And I just had this like hard stop. I need to make a plan to get out. And so I did. I did a lot of extra trainings and literally one year from when I came back from India, I had put everything in place as an entrepreneur so I could actually walk away and hopefully be successful, right? We always say hopefully. Absolutely. I love that story. And I love how you said yes to that. And then all of a sudden you say yes to being a part of a book, which I know can be also very scary and hit your imposter syndrome, I guess, when someone says that. So would love to know why did you say yes to joining the world of authors and why this book Phoenix Style? Yes. I always joke that I'm a yes person and it gets me into trouble, but most of the time it's a good trouble. (laughs) So when I had the opportunity to work with you guys on the Phoenix style book and the whole collaboration, I was just really excited because one, being part of a collaboration gave a container of extra support. And I'm a person who continues to thrive and get that extra energy off of other people who are just as excited about it. So having the opportunity to not only be part of a collaboration, but be part of a collaboration with other women who are also entrepreneurs and reading through their struggles and kind of hearing their tips and tricks. I was like, oh my God, this is what I needed to be reading when I was about ready to quit my job. And that's the whole point of Phoenix Style, right? Giving people or women specifically these mentors in this book for you to be like, oh, I understand the path or I didn't know this is an option or like your story going from the whole Christian officer to being an entrepreneur and all those connections, I think are so powerful for women to be like, I can do it too. 
Yeah. And it was honestly like we didn't get to read the other people's chapters before it came out. So when the final book actually came out, I was literally sitting there reading from chapter one all the way to the end and was like, oh my God, I'm still going to use all of these tips now, even though I'm almost five years onto my entrepreneurial pathway. These are so useful. And thank you for a refreshing moment. Yes. I love that. I feel like, especially when you're an entrepreneur, a lot of times you feel like you're alone, especially if you're a solopreneur. And then sometimes it's even just hard to feel comfortable saying, Hey, can I connect with you or learn from you? And it just reminds you that we want to help each other. We want to raise people up. And I love that whole added piece to the women in business book series was because that was the whole premise of doing this. And I think especially today and where we're at in the world, like, yes, we need to connect with each other. We need to rise up and, you know, really be each other's cheerleaders versus each other's nemesis. For sure. And I can attest to that. I used to be a solo practitioner at Tranquility Rising, and we've added four other practitioners over the last couple of years. And the energy that's there when you find that group of people that no longer drain your energy because you're not alone anymore, but like lift you up, it is life-changing. And I will say like, that is one of the biggest tips I have of being an entrepreneur is even if you're a solo person, go find people you can bounce ideas off that you can get excited about who are just excited about everything you're talking about so that you can continue that energy because wow, entrepreneurship is hard, (laughs) but it's a lot easier when you have that support. Absolutely. Well, let's talk more about your chapter. So if you could put it together, like in a summary, what would you say it's about? Yeah, I would say that my chapter specifically talks about the journey of saying yes and knowing your own intuition Even though this might be really scary, I know deep down that if I don't take this jump, I am going to be living in regret or questioning or wishing that I could have done life a little bit differently. And so really leaning in and just noticing those subtle moments where you're kind of like, wow, is this really what I want to be doing? Or I'm not really sure if this is going to fulfill me the rest of my life. Like really tune into that moment of awareness because I didn't have it until I got re-sparked with that. Let's go to India. <laughs> so where is your re-spark? Because it could be when you're 20, it could be when you're 50, like age doesn't matter as long as you're ready to say yes when the opportunity arises. I feel like a lot of times people don't pay attention to their intuition or just pay attention to their body. And I think that's something that you probably do within your practice when you're feeling these different parts of the body being tight. And it really does. Your body is 100% trying to show you the answers or show you what you need to do. Yeah, most definitely. And I can give you one specific example. I kind of laugh a little bit. So I had a client who had shoulder pain forever and she thought it was just a CrossFit injury. And so we start working on it and, you know, the shoulder talks about, are you feeling trapped? Do you have too many projects going on? And everything I was saying was, yes, like I'm unhappy in my relationship. I hate my job, whatever. Well, within this next, you know, six months to a year that I'm working with her, she not only quits her job, finds a different relationship no longer has the shoulder pain and is doing exactly what she loves doing now. And I just sit back kind of laughing and she's just like, who knew that it wasn't actually a physical problem, but I had to fix the things that were holding me back. 
It's amazing. It's so amazing. I know there's been so many times in my life where one, I either don't trust my intuition and then it kicks me in the butt that I should have trusted my intuition. But there's been multiple times where I've been overstressed, overused, burnout, and my body just pretty much breaks and says, we're done. Like you need to rest. And it's like, I wish I would have been listening to my body up front. And like you said, kind of feel these different pieces going Oh, Maybe I need to take a step back or maybe I need to reflect and see, should I be doing all this? Should I be putting myself through all this? And it's nice to see that there's this amazing technique that you do to help with that. Cause I think a lot of us just don't know how to read our bodies. Most definitely. And as you read through my chapter specifically, you'll notice I'm pretty sure there's like 10 different sections that I would have had to say yes to or really pay attention to how my system was functioning for me to have actually like quit my job. So the moment I actually had that aha awareness, it still took 10 more things within one year to say yes to, which is a lot of yeses. Like it's a lot of yeses. And those are so scary sometimes. I remember the last day I was at my work. We had to work a half day, the dumbest thing ever, but you literally work half a day, get out of your uniform, hand all of your stuff in. And I was literally bawling my eyes out in front of the chief of the sheriff's office going, I have no clue if I'm making the right choice, but if I don't, I am going to regret this so bad. And he always says like, you know, you can always come back. And I was like, no, I'm not coming back, but I appreciate the offer. At least you have that maybe in the back of your head, you know, I'm going to go for this, but if something doesn't happen, at least I can call back. But yeah, no one wants to go. Back. Yeah. No one. And I no think one. that's like the best part about it. Like maybe I wouldn't have gone back to corrections because honestly I wouldn't. Yeah. I would have been a nightmare, but it's always better to like try something out first. And if it doesn't work, just stop, pause and change direction. I have revamped Tranquility Rising and how I work so many times that now I am teaching other people, not only the technique, but also the business aspects of how to make a sustainable business practice where it's more than just a luxury service. That's one of the other amazing things about being an entrepreneur is that we are able to shift the way we do business because it's our business. So we can make those decisions. Whereas when you're in corporate America, it's very hard (laughs) to get anything to move. But when it's your own business, you know, I can say I've shifted my business three or four times in the past four years. And each time was because I wanted it. And I thought it made sense for me at that time. And it's just amazing that you're able to show others how you have been successful. And, you know, I feel like that's just that karma coming back to you tenfold. Most definitely. And it's been a lot of fun. I always tell my practitioners, the moment it stops feeling fun and good, then let's just pause. Let's just stop. Let's figure out what's going to re-spark you because otherwise, what's the point of continuing forward? Like you really want to be able to be happy to show up for work. And I always say, I don't want to be bored. I don't want to be disgruntled. And so the moment I wake up and I'm not happy to go to work, that's when I know I need to shift something in my business. Very smart. I love it. It's been so fun talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. I would love to know, like, how can our listeners connect with you after this? If they have any additional questions or want to learn more about what you do. Yeah. So the best way to contact me is through our website, tranquillityrising.com. It has links to our Facebook, our Instagram, LinkedIn, all of that stuff. We even have a YouTube channel. It's not very big, but there's some (laughs) stuff on there. So tranquillityrising.com is definitely the place to check first. 
Awesome. We'll put those in the episode notes. Ariel, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.